This is a Not Just A Guy production. Let me talk at you. Welcome to Not Just A Guy, the show about struggling storytellers from a struggling storyteller myself. Not Just A Guy, the guy, Garrett Briones. Love doing this show. Uh, the show has officially gone semi-weekly, bi-weekly. I don't think it would be bi-weekly, it would be semi-weekly. It, it's every other week. Um, that has been done in an attempt and a hope to be able to have guests on more frequently. And, you know, the last two episodes we've had guests. Uh, I was going to have a guest this week, but scheduling, I came and talk, uh, and things like that. I decided to push it back. Just I didn't want it to be rushed or, you know, have to make my editor, Emily, have to do it at the last minute. I really wanted to be able to give that episode its time, give that episode space to breathe let me come up with some questions for my guest as i have decided to do for every guest and i just really wanted it to be special i didn't want it to feel like i was just oh i I have an episode this week i have to have one and that's not fair to my guests so that will hopefully be the next one that will be another friend of mine another close uh, friend and uh somebody who is also a struggling storyteller i would say as everyone who comes on the show is but in a different way speaking of that a little update uh before i get into the the main meat of the episode i am so excited that i'm fully starting the production train on my audio drama um working with johnny rome we've started having meetings we're work we're trying to finalize our scripts we have six of them that we're trying to finalize um and polish really at this point uh, this is Something we're going to be doing with our close friends. Obviously, this is something that uh, we're hoping to meet new people through. And I'm so excited for it. I still am not saying the title just because, you know, I want to make sure we cross all of our I's. (laughs) Cross all of our T's and dot all of our I's. That'd be a really weird looking I. I want to make sure that, you know, we... We have, I already have some social stuff for it, uh, but I just want to make sure that we have, that the name works, you know, that we don't have to make any changes or anything like that. I want to make sure that that stuff is all ironed out and figured out. Um, I hope we don't have to change anything because I've gone full bore with the name as it is, uh, but we are, we're starting and I could be more excited. Johnny, I've said before, is really the person that pushed me to do an audio drama. They really, they brought up that idea because I had this really lofty idea which is funny because it's not relatively doesn't seem that crazy lofty but i wanted to do a series of shorts that were all somehow connected that were sort of like an anthology series in a way but it just it wouldn't be feasible um financially you know at a point some of them you know some of them could be no budgets uh and then some of them could even be low budgets but then at a point it's going to get to where the ideas start to want to be bigger than than that of a short and you know when when johnny was living with me i told them my plans and all these ideas i had and they suggested uh an audio drama and you know that starting to delve more into writing for the audio dramas when i realized that i it's when i i kind of started i still am a filmmaker first and foremost but it's where i started to refer to myself as a storyteller more because i don't want to be i don't want to be limited by just the medium of film not that that's limiting at all i if you know if i could only tell my stories in film that would be perfect for me but that's not that's not all I want to do. I, I love film is my first love, but 
I, and I, I said this on the last episode with Emily, I would love to uh, write a comic. I would love to be in a professional wrestling match with my best friend, uh, Roberto Lara. I, there, you know, I would love to write for TV. I would love to write a book. I, there's so many things. I would love to have some hand in like the story of a video game. I don't want my ideas to ever be limited by just one medium. And film is, that, that is my, my dream to just be a prolific filmmaker, um, one that etches his own name in history, be the first Garrett Brioni and not the next somebody else. But um, but that takes time. And, you know, I'm not in a situation, you know, we have the strikes going on right now. So obviously film jobs aren't exactly prolific, especially for me, who's someone that wants to be, uh, who wants to write his own material. But, you know, the way the system works is you have to build your way through, uh, you know, like go through the ladder. And that is something that is really hard, especially it was already hard before the strikes. But, you know, uh, it, it's harder now. And, and I wouldn't want to work on something if I couldn't, you know, really, I want everybody to be paid equally, you know, I, or I want everyone to be paid what they deserve, I should say. And people just aren't getting paid for their work. And I just, I, I really hope that this, that greed doesn't win and that, you know, before we know it, people are back doing what they love and they're getting paid what they deserve. But back to the audio drama, I just, it, it's been so fun to write for a different medium because, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking of what I was taught in film school and how you have to do things this way how you have to write for this, how you can't say, don't, try not to say we, try not to say we see, try not to say, you know, all these different things, which I, to be honest, I've ditched a lot of those because I don't think there's any one way to do things, but that's just not related. But uh, learning how to write an audio drama has been a, a challenge in itself. I really didn't crack it. I tried so many different ideas and I looked at so many different templates and formats and I watched so many videos I didn't really crack it until I read one. I read a um, an, uh, the script for an audio drama that was put into a book form, and I really I read that, and it it cleared up so much for me. I read I rewrote all my scripts in that format, and it was it, it finally clicked. Like I finally understood how to do it, and now I think I have a pretty good system uh, of how to do them. I think there are obviously tweaks that could be made, and I I can still adjust things on the fly and figure out what the most efficient way is. But I think I think I I think I got it as far as it goes, and this this story in a lot of ways i still have that like everything that i write i write with it being a film almost for me i want it to be like you're listening to a movie but all but you're but it's the same way as like when you read a book you're you're making that movie in your head i want it to feel like that i want it to feel like both literary and very cinema very film inspired because i i think that that's the power of this is our budget you know it's almost kind of unlimited because it's whatever the the listener can imagine and you know down the road i would like to do maybe some live action stuff uh, in conjunction with it but never have that be the main story because obviously then we get into the the limitations of, of again budget things like that but yeah i have very lofty ambitions for for my audio drama obviously we need to find an audience that that's the most important thing but i have years worth of stuff planned out for it and for me the way i'm kind of approaching it is that you know i still there's still so many shorts that i want to make and things like that but i'm kind of a one project at a time kind of guy and i and i it's funny as i've been writing it uh, as I've been working on the audio drama, 
I've tried to write shorts for things that aren't related to it, and I feel like they kind of suffer for it. And I feel like because my mind is just so I think about this thing every single day, and I think about ideas. And I'm on my way to work, and I'll be think I'll be listening to music, and it makes me think of things. It makes me think of an emotion. It makes me think of a scene. It makes me think of a character saying something to another one. And it just it, it's just so what I need to get out there right now. And I. I have, like I said, lofty ideas and lofty ambitions for it, and I hope that we find the listenership and that people really do dig it because I've already written six scripts for it, uh, for that, and that's just the first season. The first season is six episodes, but I have, I I've done a little bit of work on season two. I I had this crazy idea to try and do seasons one and two back to back, but uh, I think give give it a little bit, a bit of breathing room, and we can really kind of evaluate how this first batch even goes if we even end up doing the second season but i have quite a few ideas planned for it both primarily audio drama but i also have some i have some ideas for possible very no budget to low budget shorts that could be uh connected with it as it's as it is an anthology so that gives us so much room to play with really but yeah that's the main thing i'm working on and thankfully i have a job at the moment i, I mentioned i'm working in education um I, I thankfully have a job where I really have a lot of free time and um, you know my hours are, are short but I am making good money week to week and I, I gives me more of that time to spend on my creative things you know I, I had a job previously where I yeah I could work on stuff but it was always like I might have to drop it at a you know at the drop of a hat I might have to you know uh, yes, I had a lot of free time at my job, but sometimes it would be hours worth of free time. Sometimes it would only be a few minutes. And so I always would kind of get, the, there's that stop and start, which I don't always love when you're trying to work on something creative where it's like, you know, you have to stop to do something. And um, yeah, I'm just so excited. We, I'm hoping that, you know, we can at least get it done like production wise this year and maybe early release next year we'll we'll see how it goes but i just, i'm gonna be more excited uh, i've been thinking about this thing for so long uh, i've so many of these ideas have been with me and they've been folded into this series and i i think it could be something special and i really hope that when it you know i'll keep updating as that's my main creative project right now i'll keep updating about that uh, and so that you can be along the journey with me that's one of the things I, i've talked about the show as a living document and that's uh a living document for my journey as a storyteller so that you can learn from it, that you can see the ups and the downs because there's going to be a lot of downs. There's going to be a lot of struggles, but even while I'm struggling, I'm still trying. And that's really what has been important to me. Um, so yes, that is at least the, the creative, the storyteller update. But today, you know, we've gotten through some of the episodes, you know, you get to learn about myself and uh, something I've started to do is ask about six questions, five, six questions to, uh, to guess. And I didn't come up with questions like those for myself. I kind of, I wanted to try something. So there's the, um, you know, we all, we all kind of learn this in school, the, the five to six W's, even though one of those is an H, uh, who, what, where, why, when, how, hopefully I said all six right now. I didn't count them. And I wanted to apply those to, myself as a storyteller so that you can learn a little bit more about me yes i've given my little origin story but i think this is this is different because it, it kind of gives me a it funnels the conversation that i'm having with myself so i guess it's not really a conversation but it, it i hope it maybe lets you think about your own versions of these questions maybe i'll 
uh, maybe on the socials, uh, I'll put the, I'll make a graphic of, of the questions we'll see, or you can just jot them down, whatever, however, or you can think, you know, pause the episode, think about your response and then play it. But yeah, I was thinking about the, the, yeah, like, again, it's, it's weird to call them the six W's. I don't want to call them the six W's because one of them is an H, but I want to go through these. I, I wrote these questions and I, I, I tried not to pre-game it. I tried to just write the questions and then not think about it. So it could be very stream of consciousness, but, um, let's go into it right now with the six w's even though one of them isn't actually a w okay so we are going to start with who and the question i wrote for myself is who inspires me you know i could go into a big old you know there's directors that inspire me um in my my style you know someone like john carpenter i love his work so much his work just it always has spoken to me so always speaks to me i don't uh, spoke yeah i guess spoken and the way that he uses both the visual medium of film as well as the the soundscape of music that's always been a big inspiration to me and his his films inspire me and then also his music uh inspires the films i make and the projects i make um then you know you have someone like sam raimi who just showed me what you can do with a camera and showed me how you can just energize a film that's another huge inspiration for me as far as like yeah storyteller you know there's a there's a lot of you know George Lucas is a, is a huge inspiration for me just the way that he he crafts these things and he has these ideas and he sticks to his guns and just he fully gets his vision across that's something that's always been very inspiring to me uh then you know you, know, you have like a, a Spielberg all these different um people and uh, I know no, a um I would say Stephen King is a big inspiration for me especially in recent years as I've really gotten to sit down and read more of his bibliography. That's been a big, uh, big thing for me is, is reading more of his books. Um, and I love them. I'm, I'm obsessed with them, especially my, my favorites being the Dark Tower series. I love the Dark Tower. That is also inspiring to me just to see a, a series like that that is so, you think it's one thing and you think it's going to be something, well, you think it's going to be one thing. Um, but his, his work on the Dark Tower has really shown me what you can do with genre and how you can play with it and how, you can have a story that's one thing. Um, I don't mean that in terms of plot. I mean that more in terms of, again, genre. And it can bleed into other stories. And that can make what you're what you're experiencing mean that much more. I know that sounds kind of confusing. I just, I love those books. And, uh, you know, there are obviously, there's, there's so many people I could talk about that their work has inspired me um you know writers and various people you know very like comic people but you know actually i someone i would say is like the work of jack kirby is very inspiring as well that's that is one i want to get in there you know the work of tom king al ewing just so many different people but i i really i really want to talk about when it comes to inspiration people in my life that that those people very much like though that is my true inspiration you know you have storytelling ins- inspirations but really those people you know i think of I think of my girlfriend emily she's always pushing me she you know she's always just working hard and she's always grinding and she's always putting in work that she knows is going to pay off later um that inspires me someone like johnny rome is always putting in work and always bouncing off the walls and always has so many things going on but they are able to compartmentalize and they're able to put things you know figure out what what they need to get done and how they you know they have such great ideas and i i'm always in awe of seeing how they get them across um you know he's been on the show uh roberto lara uh he you know my best friend he is he inspires me every 
every single day. I hate that he calls my stuff content because I don't make content, but I, you know, I love him to pieces. He, he is, he is one of, if not the hardest workers I know he has. And, and there's so many things he's great at, which, you know, it, which inspires me to no end. He just, he can do anything really. There's nothing he can't do that he sets his mind to. And I'm always in awe of watching that and just seeing him grow as a, as a person, as a man, and I just, I'm in awe. But my, my biggest inspiration, you know, before I, I get to that one, actually, uh, there's, you know, my, my grandparents inspire me. My, my uncle Hal inspires me. Uh, there's, there's so many to name, but my, my, the true person that inspires me the most and is, is, I wouldn't, uh, you know, not to, not to denigrate the other ones I, I said, but this person is my hero. It, it's my mom. My mom is, she is absolutely the gold standard of, of what it means to be a hard worker she puts in so much work and so much effort and she cares so much about other people and she puts other people before her i wouldn't be who i am if i wasn't you know for the values that she instilled in me and she is just the the most giving and most caring most loving person in the whole world and i will fight anybody that says otherwise she inspires me watching her you know as i've grown up even to today she just, there is nothing that she ever lets keep her down. And she is always, always, always putting in work and helping others out of just the kindness of her heart. And without her, I would not be where I am. I would not be able to tell my stories. Um, she is my biggest supporter. And I I hope I make her proud. That is something that it means the world to me. And I want to give back to her every day. I want to give back to her in every way that she's given me so many things and helped me get to so many opportunities. So that that's the biggest, so many people inspire me, but yeah, my mom is, she's my hero. She's my rock. So that is who, who inspires me next. We're going to do what do I want to do? And obviously I want to tell my stories. Um, but what does that even mean? Really? When you, you know, I've, I've talked about this for me, I want to, you know, it, it, maybe it's a little bit too big or abstract to just say I want to be for other people what so many inspirations have been for me. I want people to see that you, you, the, I want people to see that no matter where you come from, you can tell your stories and that you have stories to tell and that you, you can get there through hard work and determination. You know, if you live in a small town, you don't have to let that limit you, that you can, you can tell the biggest, most grandest stories that you can imagine. I think that what I want to do is also I want to put my hometown on the map. Not that it isn't and not that someone else couldn't do that, but I want to be known as the guy from Portoville, California, because, you know, as much as I can take shots at that town, it made me who I am today. And there's still so many people there that I love. And I just think that that town has some, there's some special magic in it. And there's something that I think that I want to bring attention to it. I want to help bring more things to it i would love to give back to that community so so very much with uh, any resources that i can attain i would love to do that because i there's so many kids that i can imagine are in a similar position to me that are in that same town that maybe don't have similar resources to what i had and i want to give back to them in the best way i can I just think that for me, it's important to tell my stories because, and I don't want to sound conceited about about this, but I know I have something to give. I know I have something special in me, and I, I think that the world will react well to those stories, and I think that I, I want, what I ultimately want to do is just tell my stories and hope that they connect with people. I think that's what 
really any storyteller uh, wants to do. I want to tell my stories both on and off screen so that more people can get opportunities, more people can feel inspired, and ultimately we can continue to just tell stories that aren't always what we expect or things that are different, things that are weird and things that you just don't expect. That That's what ultimately I want to do is I want to love what I do and I want to just put my work out there for whoever wants it. Not necessarily, and something else I want to do or I guess not do is chase the accolades. I, I And I mean that more so like awards. I don't care about awards. I don't, you know, I say that and if I were to ever win one, sure, that'd be awesome. But that's not why I do this. That's not the the why of why I do it. But I just hope that people can see a genuine handcrafted nature to the work that I, I make with others. That's ultimately what I want to do. Where? Where do I see myself going? I think there's a, a misconception that people get into the film industry and various industries like entertainment because I think they're going to get rich. I have I have no aspirations of that. Like I have no um, ex- expectations that I'm going to make it big and you know be Mr. Moneybags, Hollywood Garrett. I I don't. It would be great if I I just want to make a living and you know that's a lot of what the strikes are about. But I want to just be able to be comfortable and where I see myself going, I want to be a name that people know and that my name will carry weight and that when I have a project coming out that people get excited for it, that I'm, but I don't want to, you know, I, I don't have, as far as where I want to go, I don't see myself, you know, if fate has it that I'm a household name, sure, cool, whatever. If not, I don't need to be. I just want to be a respected storyteller. That's really where I want to go is I want to be someone that, you know, you're going to get a quality film from or a quality audio drama from or a quality whatever. I just want to be I want to be comfortable in life. That's my biggest thing. I don't need to have a crazy big mansion. That doesn't, that doesn't, why? Like, it just, that just sounds so hollow to me, really. Yes, I, I already know I'm going to have people to fill it, but that just, that doesn't do anything for me. I want to get to a point where I'm comfortable in life, where I can make my projects, but I also know that I can support my family and support my friends and, and the future of my future. <laughs> and I just, I, I don't have any crazy, you know, that I need to be the biggest box office attraction that I need to be. Everyone uh, knows my name. Kids are, you know, people are talking about me at film schools or now that's not where I want to be. If I am cool. And I, uh, maybe that clashes with the idea of being the guy, but for me, the guy is more of a, a state of mind. It's a, a calling card. It's a mantra. It's a motivator that I want to be the guy. I never want to just, fo- it's more so to not phone anything in. That's that's where I look at that moniker. So that's where I want to be. I want to be in a position where I can tell my stories, be comfortable, and just have so much fun doing what I love, which is telling stories. How do I get where I want to be? This one is something I think about all the time because with the film industry, it's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way that there's just this, okay, so like I'm a director, right? It's always like, well, you need to have, you need to do things, you have to be a PA and then you get to know people and then eventually AD and then eventually you get directing and maybe this is me just sounding naive or this is just me sounding like an out of touch kid. I just, I don't like that there's... I think we've seen time and time again that there is so many different ways to do things. And I, I just the idea of having to do things like that, uh, just, you know, climbing the rungs like that, it just 
doesn't do much for me. And, and I know I have to, and like I said, I don't want to sound like some kid that has no idea what he's talking about, but I think I want to use the internet and social media and these platforms that are free and available to myself to kind of get where I want to be that way. I think that there there's so many ways to do things now. And you you can make a short film and release it to thousands of people on the internet. You there's so many uh you know film like short film festivals and things like that and and I don't think it's un, I don't think it's I think it's feasible that in the next few years I can save money and also figure out how to do a a low to or to do a low budget I wouldn't even say a no budget a low budget feature film that is something that I have really been kicking around a lot and been thinking about uh, since like 2022 of just getting my friends and really planning out so extremely well how to do a low budget and I, I thought about reaching out to some of my former my former instructors about that I, I've, I've thought about people that I knew at film school I thought about reaching out and like picking their brain and just thinking like look I know I could do things this way and you know whatever gigs come up but there's I'm at a point where I keep doing those things and no one wants to hire me because I don't have enough experience or you know, I, I apply to be a PA and it's you, I get passed over because I don't have enough experience. I apply for internships. I get passed over because I don't have enough experience. And at a point, you kind of just get, at least for me, I get sick and tired of that. I, and I'm like, why am I letting the system tell me how to how to do this? So that's why I, yeah, I have thought multiple times about, and I, I already have, like, in my head, I know what my I would want my inaugural feature to be. And I think it's something that could be done extremely low budget. You know, maybe crowdfund a bit. You know, save up a bit, crowdfund a bit, ask for favors a bit. I think that it could be something that I do. Maybe within the next five years or so. Because I just know myself and I, I just, I, it just sticks in my craw that, you know, I can't even climb the ladder because the ladder isn't even being extended to me. Um, I'm trying to scale the house basically with nothing, trying to free run. And it's it's really going to be a make or break sort of thing. So maybe that's how I get there. Maybe it's the audio drama. Maybe that opens up doors. Uh, maybe more people want to collaborate collaborate with me. Maybe I meet more people through that and we, we work on a project together. We work on shorts together, something like that. I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe I make a web series. I, I, I don't know what the exact answer is, but I... I don't think there's just the traditional way to get there. Uh, if there's anything about me, it's, yes, I'm a little Boy Scout, not an actual Boy Scout, like the the general term Boy Scout, who follows the rules, but sometimes I, I want to break the mold. I don't want to be traditional. I don't want to have to do, when someone tells me, well, you got to do A, B, C, sometimes I'm like, yeah, but can I like do D or E? Like, do we really need to do that? And look, maybe that will bite me in the A double S, but we shall see how Will I get where I want to be? Why? Why do I put up with the struggles? I think this is a question that every filmmaker, every struggling storyteller thinks about. Why do I put up with these struggles? And it is just plain and simple. And I think I've talked about this on the show before. It's just, I could do other jobs. I, I really could, you know. I The education job I'm in, I could do something like that for the rest of my life. You know, the previous job I was at, I could have eventually maybe been a manager if I had stayed at the, you know, even the job before that, if I had stayed at the department store, you know, I was working at a Lowe's. If I was staying there, maybe one day I, I could have been a manager or I could have been 
switched to full time, you know, been a full time associate. I probably could have, and that, and I again, I'm not trying to, you know, stroke my own ego. I'm a very capable person. I was an honors student. I was a, you know, a, a AP student. I, I like to think that, you know, and you know, I wasn't straight. At, you know, I probably had like mostly A's and then a B. Uh, uh, you know, I wasn't one of those people with a 4.0, but I put in work and I, there's a lot of things I could do. And I, and I know that, but the thing is with those two previous jobs I talked about after a while, I just, I got so burnt out and tired of them, not even from the workload or the schedule or anything. It's just, it's just not fulfilling work to me. I just, it doesn't do anything for me. And maybe that's a little bit selfish, I guess, you know, because I was doing a service for others. But that worked is that kind of work or, or the idea of think of being stuck in a nine to five or working at a desk or something like that. It just it, it's not what I was put on this earth for or it's not what I was put on this earth. What I won't let myself be put on this earth for whatever you believe in. I think I have stories to tell and I think that. I I wouldn't be content with my own story if I just phoned it in and I just did these other things that, yeah, I could excel at them, but they don't do anything for me. They don't like that fire in me. They don't fulfill me in any sort of way. I don't I don't look forward to them. My current job I do because I'm, I'm helping people and I work in a, a really good environment. But as far as career goes, as far as my my life goes, I'm not going to be happy unless I'm doing what makes me me happy which is telling stories and that that's why i put up with struggles that's why i put up with you know stressing about money and stressing about where i'm gonna live and you know i'm gonna have a roof over my head and and have food on the table and clothes on my back that's why i put up with all that because this this passion i have it's what's gonna get me through all that it's the love of my of the people closest to me pushing me forward and loving me no matter what that's what's gonna keep pushing me forward that's why i put up with all of it because it is not easy life is not easy i i hope i'm not the person that's breaking that to you but it is it i i have a story to tell i have multiple stories to tell and for me, I would not be content with my life if I did not fight tooth and nail to tell those stories. So that is why I put up with the struggles. And when, for when I just have, when do I start? And it's, I've been started. When, or or another all I have for that is when do I think I've I've made it? And that, that, that was one, that's something that I, I think about. And for me, I think I quote unquote make it when I just get someone that tells me, I really enjoyed your your movie it it, you know took me you know those two hours with it were you know took me away from troubles of my life or hey i listened to your audio drama while i was at the gym and it it really really got me thinking or like i really enjoyed like this character means a lot to me or you know someone i love just seeing one of my short films and going hey you know i i didn't always understand what you're going for but I just watched this and it was, you know, I, I, I see it. I get you now. I understand you more because sometimes I, I think I'm an easy person to understand, but sometimes I think I'm a bit of a sphinx. And so I, if, if my work, maybe I think I kind of would make it once maybe people that had any sort of doubts about what I was doing, they saw what I was, I don't need the validation, but it would mean a lot to me for, for them to understand me or understand what I, my, my worldview, my, my life, my personal struggles a little bit more. For me, that's when I make it. Or more specifically, just someone saying like, hey, your, your audio drama made me want to make one of my own. Your movie 
made me write a short film or you know or you, your work touched me and it made me call this relative I haven't talked to in a while it made me uh made me rethink my like it made me want to be a better person it made me think that I'm not doing enough in my relationship for me that's when I make it it's not getting an award it's not having an action figure it's not any of those things it's when my work means something to someone that is when I make it because it's always gonna it's always gonna mean something to me but when it can mean something to someone else or it can just make someone's day that much better that's when I make it that is truly when I have achieved what I've set out to do. So I hope that those six W's, even though one is an H, uh, maybe gave a little more insight, that much more insight into into what I'm about, what the show is about. And I really, I I want to be as open as I can. I know there's a, there's a, uh, there's something beneficial about not knowing a ton about a storyteller. I know that some people operate that way. They want to give out as little as possible. And there's still obviously details I'm going to, keep to myself and things about my life I'm always going to keep to myself and let my work say what I'm not saying if you get what I mean I want to be as transparent as I can because I think that that's that's going to be my approach that's going to be how I make my own mark you know I I fully uh, you know I fully understand people that don't want to do interviews or don't want to be on podcasts don't want to have their own podcast don't want to do these various things because they want to leave that ambiguity and let their work speak for them but I I don't always want to be like that. I want to be, I've had examples in my life where some people are too sheltered and some people are too reserved and don't speak what they need to speak. They don't let that information out. And I don't want to be that. And if I'm ever going to become some kind of public figure through my work, I want to be open about that so that maybe other people, if in their lives they have figures that have in, have influenced them to keep things in, I want to be an example that it's okay to let things out. And there's going to be stuff, like I said, that I'm not going to touch on and that my work will touch on. But maybe I will talk about it if, if it helps somebody else, if it helps them with their own struggles. I'll, I'll you know, cross those bridges when I get to them. But um, I want to be as open as I can uh, because behind being a storyteller I'm a man I'm just a person I'm flesh and blood and I would love my 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 legacy that I leave to be being just a good man and being someone that is open and honest about how he's feeling and not and showing that it's okay to have these feelings and to speak them out loud uh, and not really caring if I'm revealing too much or people know too much about me behind the camera or behind the screen or whatever that doesn't really matter to me so I hope that you enjoyed this episode, like a, another little deep dive into the guy. Hopefully, I, I have some ideas for guests. I need to fully reach out to all of them and get things uh, figured out because I would love to have the rest of the episodes for the year be guest episodes. Um, I really enjoy doing those guest episodes, so I think that'd be a lot of fun to aim for. But that's going to do it. I always forget to plug my socials. There is a an Instagram for the the entire not just a guy banner it is not just a guy prod p-r-o-d that is on both instagram and tiktok i'm trying to those are just the main two that i'm doing stuff for on my personal instagram and threads uh, that is at garrett briones g-a-r-r-e-t-t-b-r-i-o-n-e-s 
I I'm on those two, and I'm I'm always kind of trying to put out more stuff for myself, but also my projects and things like that. If you want an insight look into more of me, TikTok is also the same, uh, Garrett Briones. So yes, not just a guy prod n o t a j u s t g u y p r o d and Garrett Briones. You can follow me on yeah mainly Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. Really enjoy this episode. Hopefully next week I have my guest. Um, we'll, we'll flip around the schedule a little bit, but uh, I uh, hopefully that episode uh, will have my guest, another close friend of mine, another struggling storyteller. I have been your host, not just a guy, the guy, Garrett Briones. I will talk at you next time.